Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now, Knights versus the Eels. Holy bejeebers. Speak to me, Timmy. What's going on? What's doing? Uh, where do we start? I mean, para, great bounce back week. We're fantastic. Newcastle, it's hard to put a finger on it exactly because they blew expectations out of the water to start the year, didn't they? Yeah. And then they've regressed back to sort of, I don't think anyone saw this coming, but to what we sort of expected of them, um, they've been horrendous. And, and you can go credit to Parramatta, but Newcastle are just, they're not putting it up at mm. all. Um, Caelan Ponga, I've spoken to Guru about it a lot. It, it really frustrates me the way Newcastle play Ponga, mm. just with these sweeping plays out the back. And you both have probably spoken about it. I just want to see him playing flat and fast, hit him at first receiver or off one pass, two pass, whatever. Get a def- uh, retreating defensive line like on the back track. He's unstoppable, mate. Yep. When they when they sweep him out the back in these like monotonous block plays and that, it just gives the defence time to respond and that. And I just don't think they're using Ponga the way they should. That's not the only thing they're doing wrong. There's bigger issues than than how they're using Ponga, but uh, they've got some issues. Yep, Gurina. Yeah, uh, played the Melbourne Storm next week too, so it's uh, it doesn't get any easier. If anything, it gets heaps fucking harder. Uh, we mentioned. You know, they went two and zero to start the season. If they lose against Melbourne, it's six and two, and I think they're a better side than that. As we said last week, fuck, it's hard to recover from losing six games in a row. Yeah, especially when you you feel like you exceed expectations to start. Um, yeah, I, I I honestly thought they were a shot to win this game mm. after the KP re-signing up there in Newcastle. Sunny afternoon, I just thought this has got Newcastle written all over it. I'm not sure if I've ever been more disappointed in the Knights. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a performance like that from the Knights in a quite a while. Like, quite it a while. Was... Um, what do you reckon, Matty? I thought the biggest concern was they made errors, which is one thing, but then they just they didn't defend their errors. Mm. Like, I think Paris' first try, Lane, like, their goal line defence was terrible. Lane shouldn't have scored. He just crashed over. And both of Papali'i's tries, like, 
Yeah, it was it was it was a bad game for the Knights with with and without the ball. Yeah, look, I think it's start time to start worrying. Time to start worrying for the Knights. Um, you know, we've been very positive, upbeat about the Knights. They had a lot of things go against them in the games that they did lose. Um, whereas I think this week after, you know, the, the monumental signing of Ponga, they're at home, a beautiful day. Uh, the Eels, although the Eels were really, really good, um, I think Knights' squad definitely is good enough to challenge that Eels squad. Uh, I still believe Eels is a little bit better, but enough to challenge them. Um, yeah, very, very concerning for the Knights, and I'm not sure. I am getting, I'm getting concerned now. Like I'm, I'm getting to the point where, even Adam O'Brien, after I think last week's game, or even this might have been this week's game, he said, maybe we, we're not as good as we thought we were after those first two games, and uh, after this performance, I think it's, uh, it's real. They've got to start having some real. Um, honest meetings with each other. Yeah, and this is what we spoke about last week. Yes, they've had a few things go against them, but the NRL doesn't care. Yeah. Your opposition doesn't care when they show up to Newcastle. And good God, it showed the other day. They were like, I think Newcastle led 2-0 after eight minutes. So from the 72nd minutes onwards, it was 39-0. Not a single forward over, not 100 metres, 90 metres. Shit. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Sean Lane was the only Parramatta starting forward to go sub 100. Yeah, wow. Wow. That's uh, concerning, man. Uh, it's, yeah, Paris back five. They all ran for 120 plus metres and 40 post contact. Edric was the only one that go past 40 yeah. post contact. Edric actually ran for nearly 200 metres. Yeah, big he, game for the big fella. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the last month as well, they've had two games where they didn't score a try and one game where they scored one try. Yeah, it's, it's really concerning. Really concerning. And I think. I like Adam O'Brien. I really do, and I really believe the Knights should stick with him. Uh, the concern is, is just like you can't be putting up these performances. Like you just cannot. They are a top eight squad. They're a top eight squad. Look, I do think Adam Clune seemed a little bit underdone in the sense that I think he was still carrying that that injury. He's not all there at the and moment. And he yeah. is key. He is so key to them. Clifford just hasn't really hit the form that. You know, we saw him hit in the first few games. And unfortunately, you know, a few weeks ago, I thought they were the most underrated halves pairing in the competition. I really did. Whereas, unfortunately, fast forward today, they're, they're not. They're really you not. You look at the squad there and, and all the talk of the preseason, I know we spoke about it, was the Knights have a top eight roster. Particularly, they've got the engine room for the back line to work off and KP to do some special things. Like, gun forward pack. It was the spine. And you look at KP and then you went Clifford, Clune, uh, you know, a bit of a Dragons discard, although, you know, he's done some good stuff in the past and a very solid, particularly for what he'd be worth. He does a good job. And then Chris Randall at hooker. And it just doesn't scream like finals footy spine, does it? Mm. Two rounds in, we're going wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah. Brilliant. Like we know they can do it, um, but they have regressed now to probably more of what we've expected. Whether that's off the back of the forward pack not doing their job and they're not giving Clifford and Clune a platform to work off, possibly. Mm. But it's, it is a concerning spine, particularly with KP missing a lot of games of footy here and there through injuries, other things. If he's out and you've got a Tex Hoy coming in, you just go, it's, it's not a great spine. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's tough times for the, the Knights and I'm, I'm very concerned that they will um, drop to you know, bottom four which I, I hope they don't. I uh, hope this is a blip on the radar. I hope the re-signing of Kalen Ponga can really galvanise them. Um, they've proved, the thing is with the Knights, they've just got to, they've done it. They've proven mm. they can mix it with mm. the best of them. They mix it with the best of them. But 
They have one of the hardest runs in the next month, unfortunately. They play all the top-tier uh, clubs pretty much. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, it's warning signs. I think, uh, you know, like some of the, the errors just in poor position. But it, was, it wasn't really the errors for me when I was watching the Knights. It was just the energy. Like they just didn't have – like the, what surprised me or impressed me so much about their first two rounds, it was like – they were playing like they were the best side. Like they were a finals footy side. Not only a finals footy side, they were like a top four side. They were playing with aggression and high energy and always working for each other. But I just think these last few weeks, that energy and that will to just bend the line, it just isn't there as much as it was. And so that's they've got the troops. They've proven it. It's just about week in, week out, bringing that that energy that... that um, they just don't seem to be, you know, like Bradman Best has been a really quiet. Dan Gagai has gone from the form centre in the competition to, to pretty quiet. So definitely concerning. Um, and they need to do something and something quick because otherwise it's going to be tough. I remember sitting here in the first few weeks for you and saying, you know, they'd win and we go, fuck, that was a good performance considering they're missing a Saifidi. They're missing yeah. a Clemmer. All of a sudden they've got all those guys mm. back now. And the pack, they, they didn't even land a blow. Yeah. They were just, yeah, you mentioned that guy there and how on earth did he stay on the field? Oh, man. There was two shots there that he should have got HIA'd for. There was the first one that was like off the ball that was on the sideline. That was brutal. Mm. I, I couldn't believe that he stayed on the field. And so they KP did go, gets taken off for like a little <laughs> yeah. little, little yeah. knee in the back of the head. It's like, I know he went down for a little bit, but it's like, Okay, if you're taking him off, then you've got to take other people. Like, yeah. And then who, who got absolutely fu- – oh, Jason Tamlolo got flat – like you see him knock out in the air, doesn't get taken off. And then there was another person – was it yesterday? Got absolutely fucking flat line, didn't get taken off. Um, oh, there was someone – who was it? Someone got majorly like done and didn't get taken off. <clears throat> Maybe in the Roosters' um, <clears throat> Dragons game. Anyway, uh, yeah, Knights, very concerning. Very concerning. Hopefully they can bounce back. Eels. Yeah, impressive win. I, uh, I'll be honest with you. I know they won. And once again, coming back to this, why I play guys at centre, the Dill Brown thing, it just doesn't... Doesn't make any sense to me. I, I felt like yesterday band-aided a really poor decision there mm. that just made no sense. You have a look at the rest of that squad between Matto, Cartwright, like there's other guys that you can play at centre and they can handle themselves. Why on earth you're moving your your? I, I would say he's their best player so far this year. Oh, I think he's the best player this, this like, year. Like yeah. I, I, I just makes and and the thing that annoys me about it is that it turns people off. Jake Arthur. Mm. It's not his fault. It's not his fault at all. But yeah. it starts to write that narrative of yeah. you know, which is bullshit. But I just. I feel so sorry for Dylan Brown that he gets moved around like that. And he can handle himself there. It's all good and well. He scored a try, so that sort of covered up a little bit. Newcastle didn't get off the bus. But I don't I don't understand how we're eight weeks into this season and Parramatta are moving their best player in 5'8 to centre. It you just told makes him a, no day before, a day before the game. <laughs> like, it's I, I, I understand everyone should, you know, do what's best for the team, whatever the coach says. But Dylan Brown has earned the right to not be moved from six. Yeah. And he is a player that is not only one of the form players in the team, one of the form players in the competition. And he gets moved to centre. Like, it, it, I just think that what, is that, what message does that send to Dylan? Like, it sends like, you know, not you're expendable, but like, I, there's two ways you could look at it. 
It could be Brad Arthur trusts him so much and rates him so highly that he's going to do a job out there. But the other way to look at it is like, well, we can afford to not have you in six and I just disagree with it. I really do. I, I, cannot, I couldn't believe – and the thing is, and I said it to you before in the text, I said, I bet you Dylan Brown plays really well and it makes it look yep. like the decision was right. Yeah. And Dylan Plowd, Dylan Brown played really well. A try, 131 metres, six tackle breaks, 12 tackles, only one miss, a line break. Um, I totally don't get this decision. And Dylan Brown, there, there are other people, as you said, that could have been put in that position. Put in the, they, Mitchell Moses and Brown and Gutho and um, Reed play as many games as possible exactly. together. Keep them together. Yes. Why change your spine? Crazy to me. And look, the only thing I was thinking about this last night, the only thing I can think of is Brad Arthur is just essentially preparing his depth. So if he gets Arthur in there and he moves Brown to the centre, it gives Arthur a full game of footy so that later in the season, if one of their halves goes down, Arthur is more prepared mm. to pick up the slack. That's the only thing I can think of. What did you think about this situation, yeah, Timmy? It just... It changes the whole way they play as well. And as I said, it's, it's hard to argue when they've won 39-2. Yeah. But again, we've mentioned how flattered they were by the Newcastle defence. Dylan Brown, going back to, to halves running direct, Dylan Brown is one of the best in the game at squaring up blokes in front of him, getting blokes to turn their hips and go and whack. Pushing him to centre just changes all of that. Yeah. And, and it, again, that they shouldn't say they got away with it on the weekend because they were very good, but that left edge at the Eels is becoming one of the best, most dominant attacking edges in the game because we're seeing new winger after new winger after new winger come in there due to injuries and just excel and scoring bags of tries. Yeah. Largely off the back of how good Dylan Brown's been. Well, two of their tries the were off short side plays yeah. that Brown called. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I'd, same thing, I don't get it, but... Yeah. So, and I, I understand the whole play wherever, make it work. If you're saying that to a second rower to move in the front row, yeah, it's I get it, but you, you don't. Like, it's just such common sense. You don't say it to your spine. Yep. And the day before a game, too. It's just bizarre. It just makes... And also, like... And you should never have to, like, grovel or anything to a player. Not at all. I'm not saying that. But, like, Dylan Brown, I'm pretty sure he's off contract and he has a player option, maybe. You want to keep that bloke happy because I'm telling you right mm. now, there every other club oh. would have a crack at Dylan Brown. Yep. On top of that, I highly doubt he's on a big contract. I bet you he's on, you know, 400k max. 2023 is off contract. So next year's his last year. Next year's last year. So November 1st he can sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it it really doesn't make sense to me. Like it really. It's if I'm Dylan Brown, I'm like fuck, man. Like. I'm the six. Like, why am I getting moved? Like, bring let's bring a centre in or a, or a forward that doesn't mind being moved around and wants more game time. Um, Which you've got heaps of. Heaps of. Heaps of. And what sucks is like... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They had a great win, and we're talking about that. So anyway, we just wanted to get that out of the way. I disagree with the Brown decision, strongly disagree. But Brad Arthur, he has taken this club from wooden spoon to a premiership threat. So we have to trust that he knows what yep. he's doing. Hard he's, to knock. You know, hard yep. to knock. He's done everything right to this point. So maybe he's just trying to build depth in his squad. Outside of that, what a bloody game by the Eels. I thought they were fantastic. I thought they were so enthusiastic. And I think that each week 
they are realising they're coming more and more clear as to what team they are. And that's an aggressive forward pack team that has crazy line speed but makes it a point to dominate the opposition. And they did that. It's forward packs, they're just a bunch of dogs, aren't they? They love they're it. Just, yeah, like... Pabali, I said him before, he's great. Two tries, two line breaks. But it's the 150 metres and the 31 tackles there in 68 minutes. And, you know, Nathan Brown, um, Junior Polo, they're just, they're just going at it. And I, I love watching them play Parramatta. I love watching this pack. And this year it feels like they're playing more direct. You know how last year they, like they sort of get into those spaces. Well, when they lost, they were going, they're going sideways. Yeah, sideways. Yeah, they're going sideways. Now they're just going up and down and they look so much better. I... Yeah, very impressive win for them. And I think if they can just keep going forward with their pack, yep. they can beat anyone. Just don't get caught up in this sideways yep. stuff. It's just their Achilles heel. It's like they click into this gear and they just turn into that old team that thinks they need to score all the time. And it's it's been Mitchy Moses' career, hasn't it? Yeah. Just crabs across field, crabs across field. Mate, just straighten up. And as Guru said, he's playing more direct this season. Um, D-Bag's probably the most direct ball, runner, ball running half in the competition, but... Because the the forward pack are just relentless. Like they've got Maddo coming off the bench. Like how good's your side when oh. Madison's coming off the bench? They've all got a good offload on him as well. So Mitchie Moses, he excels in second phase, like broken yep. field play, and just tears him to shreds every time. Mm. Um, so seriously, sky's the limit. And you look through their team, there's not many out and out stars. There's not your Munsters and your Pongers and your these sort of guys. Moses and Brown, decent sized names. Gutho, similar, but there's not a lot of stars. But one to seventeen, oh, you're yeah. flat out finding a more solid side across the park yeah. with depth behind yeah. them. Yeah, and that forward pack, the depth oh. of that forward pack, and the the top tier quality of it. Like, look at this: a Campbell, Regan Campbell, Gillard, Reed, Marnie, Bolo, Sean Lane, Papali'i, Nathan Brown, Madison, Makatoa, Kofusi. Like, it's Doesn't just. Stop. Mate, it doesn't stop. So great signs for the Eels. I think they're a premiership threat. I really do. I think if they're going to win a comp in this next foreseeable future, it's going to be this year with Reed Marnie playing career-best footy, Regan Campbell-Gillard playing career-best footy, Mitchell Moses playing career-best footy. Like That's when comps are won, when you have multiple players playing the best they've ever played. Uh, Dylan Brown, obviously. Um, so, look, exciting, exciting times. I thought uh, Will Bensini was, was really good. Um, well, they're the, like, they've got these guys that they aren't paying much money that are playing really well in Penasin. Hasn't Mukatoa been a find? Yeah, yep. He's been great. Like they, they've got a really good one, one to seventeen, but they ha- all the guys that they're not paying much money are really playing. Well, they've still got um, Michael Sivo to come back into this side as yep. well. So yeah, there's a lot more growth in Parramatta. Absolutely. What do you reckon about the? Uh, obviously, so good. But there's one little thing that kind of. Not bugged me, but at the start of the game, like coming off a loss against the Tigers where maybe they were a little complacent, maybe they didn't look over every single 1%. I thought at nil all, giving the Knights an easy two points, going for that short dropout, I thought maybe that was... like I remember watching that thinking, that's, I don't think they should have done that because yep. it went out in the full. Um, such a low percentage play, again, especially after the loss last week. Um, but other than that, Sean Lane, like we said, like last week I said Madison should start, but Sean Lane was great. He scored a try, but that... Pass you through for the triceps, that was great. Um, but yeah, it's clinical. Yeah, Eels looking so good, so good. Um. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.